You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert from our Spring Revival. Man, it's good to be I'm a little raspy. Try to help me out back there if you can. Uh, we've had a tremendous week, and I was so... Uh, Excited last night to look out on the sign-up sheet. I believe we're around 40 or 41 that's going to be baptized on Sunday morning. We ought to give God a great hand clap of praise for that. Amen. The old saints uh, used to say, I'm pleading the blood. Anybody ever hear that before? Anybody in the house tonight ever plead the blood? Amen. Well, that is the title of the message, and I know you just sit down, but if you're able, stand back up with me. I always forget and have you to sit down. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. I've said it every night this week that my prayer going into the revival, and since uh, we've been in every night of revival, that somebody would experience change. Uh, It's good to be revived. The psalmist said, revive us again. And we will need it again. Uh, But what I'm looking for is uh, people to have bondages uh, lifted, chains to fall, and leave under a brand new anointing of God and be able to enjoy every day of their life. Tonight I'm speaking directly, I believe, unless we get off on a couple rabbit trails, of those that may be carrying guilt. And I believe guilt is something that we've all uh, experienced, we all struggle with from time to time. So Isaiah 1 and 18 uh, says, come now, and let us reason together. Miss Mary, before I go any further, show Pastor Aaron where Pastor Horn is, and I want him to uh, uh, bless the reading of the word when I'm finished here tonight. Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow, though they be red like crimson, uh, they shall be as wool. I, I do just kind of feel like maybe before we pray, I need to read it again because Isaiah 1 and 18 said, come now. Somebody say now. now. And let us reason together, saith the Lord. Now, when he said, let us reason together, it's not a debate. You're not going to change God's mind. He says, come now and I'll work it out. So come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Brother Tommy, would you bless the reading of the word? Father, we thank you for this privilege of reading your word. The word becomes alive and well and sharper than a two-edged sword. You just told us to come. Mm-hmm. Come faithfully, God, to the cross of Calvary. <laughs> now meet us, Lord. Let us have receptive hearts and souls and minds to be mindful, Father, that you've forgiven us of all of our sins and healed us of all of our diseases. Mm-hmm. Would someone say amen? amen? 
And all amen. of God's children said amen. Bless amen. you. Bless amen. you. Amen. You, you may be seated. Again, I want to welcome tonight everyone and, and a lot of other pastors in the house. And, and I'm just blessed uh, to be a part of this great church. Listen, a deep stain is virtually impossible to remove uh, from clothing. And the stain of sin uh, seems equally uh, permanent. It seems uh, to be equally permanent. But God can remove the stain of sin from our lives uh, as he has promised to do for the Israelites. I preached a message last night with the theme, he'll do it again. So I'm here tonight to tell you uh, that we don't have to go through life permanently soiled, uh, stained, tarnished, disgraced, uh, defiled, and dirty because God said, come now. Somebody say, come now. We that are believers uh, that are born again uh, must understand that our past uh, has passed away. Uh, I'm just like you. Uh, I'm a sinner saved by grace, uh, and I have a past just like you. Pastoring in my hometown where I've been for 61 years, a lot of people in the community still want to bring up the past. But I'm glad that I've risen above out of the chicken coop that I preached about and I'm up with the eagles and I don't worry about the people still talking about me in the chicken coop. Is there anybody in the house you've been lifted up and you're not the same that you used to be. I said, is there anybody that's all in the house uh, that you're not the same? Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Woo! Are you tired tonight? I told everybody last night you had my permission to call your boss today and tell him my pastor said I needed a day off. Uh, and one of the young ladies said she called her school teacher. I think she was just joking and they didn't give her the day off. Uh, amen. So listen, we are the believers uh, and we are born again and we must understand that our past has passed away. So there is a recording in our minds uh, that is our only link to our old past life. And you and I can remember the sins uh, that we had before we came to Christ in our life. And if we link our present existence to our destroyed past, then we are the problem. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't be the problem. Romans chapter six, verse six says, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him. Somebody needs to know that once you pleaded the blood of Jesus and you humbled yourself and you acknowledged that you was a sinner and the blood of Jesus cleansed you, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. Do you hear me? The Greek definitely uses the past tense, our old man was crucified with Christ. He took our old man to the cross 
when he died. The old man means our old self. The old man means our old life. I'm not the same man that I used to be. And I pray to God, you're not the same man or woman that you used to be. The old man means the sinful self. The old man means the corrupt nature, meaning our old life without God. I'm no longer without God. How can our sins be compared to scarlet and crimson? What is it about scarlet and crimson that would help us understand that God can deal with any sin? Let me, let me say something here. I don't care where you are right now, how far you've drifted away from God and how deep you are in the pig pen of life. My God is still able to pick you up and clean you up. Somebody give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Scarlet, this dye was obtained by the Egyptians from a shellfish is where they got it from. By the Hebrews, they got it from an insect which infected oak trees. If you know anything about trees, oak trees are tough trees. Do you hear what I'm saying? Scarlet and crimson were the firmest of dyes and not easily washed out. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you're not washed up. Look at your other neighbor and say, neighbor, you just need washed out. Has anybody been washed out by the blood of Jesus that took the stain out of your soul and cleansed you? Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. So let's look at the word of God in Jeremiah 31 and 33. But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts and write it in their hearts. And they will be their God and they shall be my people. And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, know the Lord, for they shall all know me from the least of them unto the greatest of them, saith the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sin no more. The new covenant is an inward spiritual power that God places within us. The new covenant gives believers the power of a new mind and a new heart. The very moment that I took the best 12-step program at the Enterprise United Methodist Church, uh, about 12 steps down to the altar and knelt down behind the piano and the organ and went down as a beggar and came back up uh, like a millionaire with a new mind and a new heart. Do you hear me? God renews a person's mind and God renews a person's 
person's heart uh, through the new birth. Uh, it doesn't come by church membership. It doesn't come by baptism. It comes from the new birth. Uh, if you don't have a heart like God, he wants to give you one tonight. If your life is messed up, he wants to turn it around tonight. And it'll only happen through the new birth, through the remission, shedding of blood, comes the remission of sins. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Woo! The new covenant gives true believers the power to have a personal fellowship with him, with God Almighty. We can have God's care. Ain't nobody care for me like Jesus. We can have God's provision. Ain't nobody provided for me like Jesus. Not only do I get his care and his provision, but I get his protection, amen? Huh? You call 911 if you want to. I call on J-E-S-U-S. His name is Jesus. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. John 1 and 12. But as many as received him, you gotta receive him. To them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. It is no wonder that he will not remember their sin anymore because he destroyed who they were and crucified who they used to be. He destroyed who I was. He's crucified who I used to be. In Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26, a new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statues, and you shall keep my judge, judgments and do them. New bottles, somebody say new bottles. New bottles are, are created to contain new wine. My tongue is stuck right to the roof of my mouth. A new wine is God's spirit. No matter how impure your life is right now, God offers you a fresh start. Do you hear me? You can have your sins washed away. You can receive a new heart for God. Why try to patch up your old life when God can give you a new one? Don't leave tonight putting a patch, putting a Band-Aid on the problem when God can give you a brand new life. Jesus said, neither do men put new wine in the old bottles else the old bottles break and the wine runneth out and the bottles perish, but they put new wine into new bottles and both are preserved. New wine would have been lost if it had been put in the old bottles of religion. Do you hear me? In religion, there would have been no new life. Do you hear me? We must not let the traditions of the old way bring about our death. There is a lot, people I'll say, are you saved? I'm religious. 
I didn't ask you. Religion will kill you, but a relationship will lift you up. You've got a hand clap and a shout of praise in the house. Our rituals, our ceremonies, our religion will die apart from the new life in Jesus Christ. In 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, therefore if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Is there any new uh, wine in the house tonight? Has there been anybody where the Spirit of God has touched your heart and said, saved you and the old bottle was gone and the new bottle was filled up. Do you hear me? You got a new heart. You got a new mind. You got a new step. You got a new attitude. You just know that you're not the same anymore. Has God touched anybody in the house? Stand to your feet and give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Lift him up. Lift him up. I say lift him up. Fill us, Lord. Fill us up. Woo! So when God gave us his spirit, it's because we had new bottles. Our old lives are gone. Praise God. Our old bottles are gone. New wine, new wine. Thank you, Jesus, for the new wine. I'm thankful I'm not the same. Uh, every night, I, I've been hiding in my office before church because I just get uh, uh, so scatterbrained by talking with everyone, and I've just been sitting in there, and I've just been worshiping. And, and honestly, I'm 61, I've been saved now 39 years, and something's happened, and, 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 and I feel like uh, there's new wine in, in my life, and, and I feel like maybe my heart got a little hard, and maybe I became a, a little bit complacent, uh, but I said, uh, revive me again, God. Uh, I'm telling you, God doesn't want us to be lukewarm, God wants us to be on fire. And the only way we can stay on fire is keep getting filled up with the new wine. I don't know about you, but I want filled up like Maxwell House, up to the brim and overflowing. Does anybody need a little infilling of the Spirit of God that the old manna is not good, the old way is not good, but God God, we need a new wine. Give him some praise. Woo! 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 Oh, you might say that, listen, very important. Part of our old lives involves guilt. Guilt of the experiences that we had in the past. And honestly, I love it loud and I love, I go to a ball game, they know I'm there. When I used to go to a bar, I'd dance on the tables. Carrie told us to all start swaying a little bit. I looked over at my wife and I said, honey, you want me to bust a move? And she said, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. How come, how come it's okay if they jump up and down at the ball game. How come it's okay 
if they jump up and down in the nightclub. It's okay at the Mason Club. Uh-oh. It's all right at the VFW and the American Legion. But don't you dare bust a move for Jesus in the house of God. The wine they're drinking downtown is not the wine that we're drinking uptown. Oh, did you catch that? That's downtown. We're uptown. Hey, hey, Wheezy. Hey, Wheezy. We're moving on up to the deluxe apartment in the sky. You young people don't know what I'm talking about. Anybody in God's house feel like you've been revived. Feel like you've been brought from the gutter up to the deluxe apartment in the sky. Woo! 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 Very important. I'm gonna have sign language tomorrow night. Very important. I said it before, but I'm gonna say it again. Her old lives involves the guilt of the experiences that we've had in the past. So you may say tonight that your guilt is very strong because you have committed a terrible sin. Terrible sin. I've had people come up to me and say, Pastor, I carry this guilt because I had an abortion. Can I tell you, that's a heavy, heavy guilt. And I'm not saying it's right, but I'm gonna tell you how God solves that. Some people come up to me and say, I've been locked up in prison, literally prison. And I carry this guilt because not only the guilt, but the shame. Had this discussion just in the last several days. Not only the shame that I've brought to myself, but to my whole family and people that love me and people that invested in me. There's some here tonight that may say, I'm walking in guilt right now because I slept with so-and-so. And it's okay to shout in the house of God, but it's also good to be silent and to listen to God for the change, the word from heaven that will change you and your guilt tonight. There is some in the house that have shared with me that you have overdosed. And that brought heavy weight to a lot of people around you. There's some in the house that's been through divorce more than once or twice and you carry the guilt. And now I'm sure there's some in the house that strayed a time or two. But the Bible teaches us that the cross, the cross takes care of this. He didn't come for the religious elite. Isaiah 1 and 18 again says, come now. You don't have to carry it any longer. He says, come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. The devil wants to remind you of your past. 
You know, I thought of this just moments before I walked in this sanctuary. You never appreciate a place until you get thrown out of it. <laughs> I've been thrown out of a few places. The devil never appreciated what he had till he got thrown out. Now he don't want you to go. Do you hear what I'm saying? Remember, scarlet was a dye that came from insects that infected oak trees in Israel. Very deep, very red, very hard to remove from a cloth. What is that all about? It is a perfect description of our extreme sins that causes a deep feeling of guilt. But even though our sins are as scarlet, God can make them white as snow. You know the difference between some that are locked up in prison and some that are sitting here in a pew? They got caught and some of us didn't. Chew on that for a while. Glaring sins can cause deep guilt. His word, I could make it white as snow. Be honest with me. How many's made some mistakes in your life? Hmm? I see a few don't have a hand up. You are a born again liar <laughs> in the house of God. How many's carried some guilt in your life? Hmm? Isaiah 44 and 22, I have blotted out. As a thick cloud, thy transgressions, a thick cloud, you can't see through it. And as a cloud, thy sins return unto me, for I have redeemed them. Oh my Jesus. Micah chapter seven, verse 18. Who is a God like unto thee that pardoneth iniquity and passes by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He retaineth not his anger forever because he delighteth in mercy. God loves to be merciful. He does not forgive grudgingly, but is glad when we repent and offers us forgiveness to all who come back to him. Why don't you come back to him? Don't be too proud to what God offers for free. He paid the price. It didn't cost you and I, it cost him. Romans 5 and 20, moreover the law entered that the offense might abound, <laughs> but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. I'm not giving you permission for sloppy grace. I'm not telling you go home and do this and do that and then just say, well, God, forgive me. No, no, no. Go with me to Psalms chapter 51. Have mercy upon me, O God. This is David speaking. According to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquities and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgression 
And he said, and my sin is ever before me. You think he's carrying some guilt? Against thee, thee only, have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. He says in verse seven, purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be what? Whiter than snow. David was truly sorry for his adultery with Bathsheba and for murdering her husband to cover it up. Now what I found in my experience in pastoring, most are sorry when they get caught. There's a big difference, friend, when you really realize that you have sinned against God, do you hear me? He knew that his actions had hurt many people, but God mercifully forgave him. No sin is too great for God, none. While God forgives us, however, he doesn't always erase the natural, natural consequences. The life of David and his family was never ever the same again, do you hear me? I wanna recall the Exodus. In Exodus 12, verse 22, and you shall take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin and strike the lintel and the two side posts with the blood that is in the basin. And none of you shall go out at the door of his house until morning. According to Psalms, being washed and made whiter than snow is linked to being purged with hyssop. The book of Exodus shows the Israel, that Israel was delivered from death by having blood struck around the doorways with a bunch of hyssop. Hyssop is a small, bushy plant with leaves that easily, easily, easily absorbed the liquid. Listen to Exodus 12 and 13. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you live. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. I like for somebody to say, I plead the blood. I like for somebody to stand with me and say, I plead the blood. Come on church, stand with me. The band come back, I'm not finished, come. Somebody say, I plead the blood. Can I tell you the blood is over my house? Do you hear me? The blood is over my family. 
The blood is over my finances. I don't carry the guilt that I used to carry because I've got a new heart. Do you hear me? This blood that was struck with a bunch of hyssop was the blood of the lamb that was shed in order to redeem Israel. That lamb, excuse me, that lamb represents Jesus Christ who shed his blood in order to redeem us. Listen to what the word of God said in 1 John 1 and 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, as we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son cleanses us from all sin. If you've been cleansed tonight, give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Come on somebody, give him a hand clap. Anybody thankful for the blood? Anybody thankful for the blood? Listen to me. Your past can only affect you according to how much you doubt or how much you are unaware of the destruction of the old man on the cross through Christ Jesus. In Hebrews 2 and 9, but we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. If he tasted it for every man, then every man has tasted it. Look at this in 2 Corinthians 5 and 14. For the love of Christ constraineth us because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. Because Christ died for us all, we also are dead into, into our own lives. Do you hear me? Once we became born again, we became dead to the old man, the old man was taken to the cross and nailed to the cross with Jesus Christ. And because on the third day he arose, you and I have risen into the heavenlies. Oh, somebody give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Woo! Death. Death is the end of life. Natural life. Natural life. I did a funeral today. Mary was laid out there. She was 98. Beautiful woman. But it was the end of her natural life. Just a natural life. She was saved. <laughs> to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. It wasn't hard to preach that funeral. So Jesus dealt with the end of life for everyone according to the scriptures I just shared with you. So why don't you claim your freedom from the guilt of your past. There is a room full of us that have fallen short of the glory of God, not only before we were saved, but since we've been saved. Let's be honest about it. There's many in the room that's fallen short of His glory, I'm sure, today. He dealt with the end of life for everyone. So why don't you claim your freedom tonight? and get freed from the guilt of your past. Somebody say with really like, like a pit bull. Somebody say on the count of three, my past is gone. One, two, three. My past is gone. 
Wow. Wow. We all have made mistakes. No matter how long you've carried that distressing burden of guilt. I speak over you tonight, guilt be gone. Jesus said in John 3 and 7, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Get your head up. Call upon the Lord tonight. Bury that guilt. Bury that guilt. Hebrews 8 and 12, for I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. In his great mercy, God erases your sin from his memory. Isn't that amazing? In his great mercy, I don't make light of it, but maybe you've cheated on your husband. Maybe your husband's cheated on you. We went through a season in our church. My God, it was terrible. We've been through different seasons. People having cancer, having affairs. It just seemed like when one would come, and several would come. But by God's grace, the majority of them made it through. Do you hear me tonight? I'm not giving you permission to step out. I'm giving you permission to step in to the grace of God and say, my wife has forgiven me, my husband has forgiven me. God, I need to forgive myself. Something else and I wasn't intending on speaking on tonight, but some of you are carrying insecurity. You got insecurities all over you. I'm speaking tonight, there's gonna be a change because of this revival. You're gonna be secure in who you are. Your past is not your identity. Jesus Christ is your identity. Do you hear me? Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. <laughs> Psalms 103 and 12. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. It should give you a wonderful feeling and not just a feeling, but assurance of freedom to be separated from your sins and joined with God. My goodness. Romans six and seven, for he that is dead is freed from sin. Romans six and eight, now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Everything that belongs to Jesus Christ since he died is now ours. Romans 6 and 9, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more. Death hath no dominion over him. So the reason we believe that we shall live with Christ is because we have died. We have died with Christ through the new birth. I'm here tonight to tell you that death no longer has dominion over you and death have no dominion over me. Do you hear me? No way. Romans 6 and 10, for in that he died, he died in the sin once, but in that he liveth, 
he liveth unto God. Verse eight says that we are dead with him. Verse 11, likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So in closing, I say something. For you that are carrying guilt tonight, I want you to take a little recording of your past. Take a little recording of your guilt that is in your memory and add just a little note to that that says, all of this past belongs to the dead man who does not exist any longer. So in your memory, you tell yourself that all the guilt of the past no longer belongs to you because it is in the past. If you carry any kind of guilt, I don't care who's looking around. I want Pastor Rita and Pastor Aaron and Pastor Rocky and Pastor Tommy Horn, and some of our intercessors to line up across here. And I'm gonna ask you, you've carried it for a long time. Many raised our hands clear across here tonight. Spread out this way, guys. If you've carried it and you're tired of carrying it, come and ask somebody to pray with you. And watch God take that guilt, that guilt from a divorce, that guilt from an abortion, that guilt from an addiction, whatever it may be, even though you're saved, you've been, you're not walking in that any longer, but that guilt is still there. Friend, God doesn't want you to walk in that guilt. Begin to sing something, Pastor Kerry. And would you come, church? Would you come? Would you come? Don't carry it out of here. Don't carry it out of here, please. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Is there one tonight that your sins have not been taken? You don't know the Lord. Friend, you're a dead, dead person walking. Tonight the Lord would touch your heart and give you life. <laughs> if you're here tonight, I'm not gonna come to you. I'm not gonna drag you down to the front. But if the Lord has spoken to your heart, the Spirit of God is drawing you. And would you surrender and give your life to Him? If that would be you and you'd like to pray and ask Christ into your heart, would you slip your hand up right where you're at? Slip your hand up. Is there one, slip your hand up and say tonight, Pastor, I'd like to give my life to Jesus. Is there one? I wanna tarry. Is there one right here? I see your hand, thank you. Thank you, somebody else. Somebody else, I see you. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. I don't wanna get in a hurry. Somebody else. Somebody else, somebody else. Why don't you open your eyes and look right at me tonight, would you? Would you pray this prayer out loud with me? You can't be ashamed of Jesus. Jesus was never ashamed of you or I. Pray this prayer, say, Lord Jesus, tonight I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I plead your blood, Jesus. Cleanse me, Lord. Touch me. Write my name down 
in the Lamb's book of life. From this day forward, I'll do my very best to live my life for you. Lord Jesus, lead me, guide me, direct me, and use me. In Jesus' name, let the church welcome, welcome this young man to the Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. 